0: What If Podcast with Ryan and Spencer and Andrew Poitras. What up? Yo. Putting, putting your whole name out on the internet it's just right away. You're fine. I
1: feel famous already. Your, yeah, birth,
0: your
2: birth certificate has now been photocopied and is in the show description. Everyone's gonna know where to find you. Yep. They have My Hall socials. of Fame
1: star is going right next to Trump's Oh boy.
2: <laughs> is that is it so it can slowly overtake it? Like it just gets yes. bigger and bigger and bigger until <laughs> it eats it. Yes.
0: <laughs> Andrew and I are taking a break from recording our Screamo Trap record to, to, to bring you this. Episode of the podcast.
2: Hey, speaking of recording records, we have a celebratory event uh, for today. Yes, you want to tell the people. You want me to tell
0: the people? Go for it.
2: Specials record drop today, y'all. Go hey. get that
0: motherfucker. I'll put a link down below. Not a lot of you guys m- found out already right, because I've been just playing it on the podcast the last couple of weeks. War
2: balloons. <laughs> War balloons. Guante and big cats. It's uh, everywhere. Records are records,
0: which are except in the physical world. Most
2: I say, which are mostly bits and bytes these days. Congrats, man. The record Thanks, sounds dope. Appreciate that. I uh I listened to uh bumbling shithead fascists on my way over yeah. here. Yeah. And I if, if there ain't a better
1: name for a song, I don't know what it is. Oh, for a second I thought maybe there were some features on the track.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Featuring the bumbling shithead fascists. Yeah, that's
0: my new group. <laughs> Yo, um, what are we gonna call our uh, Screamo trap band? Screamo trap oh, geez, band is it's just kinda... so
1: next level, you guys.
0: I mean I can think of the
1: style of the name. It'll be in that same vein as, like, blessed by a broken heart. (laughs) But, like, but that's already a band, so not that one. You know, I just gotta think on it. It, I like
2: that it must be whispered. Yeah. 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 But (laughs) Parentheses, but
1: whispered. Yeah. (laughs) Like, whatever it is, it's but whispered. It's kind of like when they put the exclamation point at the end of Panic at the Disco. Yeah, yeah. But, like, in
0: parentheses, whispered. But whispered. Just, our name must always be written in, like, size six font. Just wherever it appears it's like
2: yeah uh, that's cool and all that you're on uh, that you're on Coachella but like we can't even see your name dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah well a lot of bands deal with it um, <laughs> dude I, I didn't think we would have a chance but we get to say one more time if you live
0: in Minnesota <laughs> oh yeah or if you don't we got some people driving or from, if out, you don't. from out of state
2: yeah shout out to y'all man we got people coming from Illinois and shit um, there's still time to get your tickets for the 100th episode Fucking party down. Yeah. Uh, Ice House on the 19th, if you're listening to this right when it comes out, uh, you have about 36 hours to come fucking drink some beers with us and talk some weird stories and listen to our friends play music and DJ and bullshit with us. And we're going to celebrate the fact that, holy shit, we've been doing this for 100 fucking episodes and that's pretty crazy. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So yeah.
0: C- can we listen to some voicemails before we start this uh, episode? For sure. Okay. We, I,
2: 612-246-4614 if you want to call us and tell us something, anything, literally anything.
0: Uh, I haven't screened these as usual, so Fan. we're just going to jump in where where the Google translation looks funniest. That's one, usually how I rank them. One
2: day, this is going to bite it, bite us in the ass, but it yeah. hasn't so far because you guys have all been pretty cool about it. So thanks for being pretty cool about it. All right, here we go. What's up, you
3: nerds? This is Smoothie.
4: Hey, I'm kinda lit,
3: and I also tried to micro-dose something, and it turned out to be a little bit more of a medium dose. But I have a fucking story that is probably not that interesting. I <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you guys anyways. We'll be the might, judge. I might fuck with that three to four minute mark. We'll see. Hey. Self-awareness is good. I'm yeah. i tell the fucking story. So, flashback 1989 or some shit. Smully, you old. I mean... Me and my brothers were sharing a bedroom at the time. It was the entire attic of our house. It was in Bemidji, Minnesota. That sounds like a party. And I'm sleeping and I'm having a dream and the dream turns into an out-of-body experience. So I'm like watching myself sleep from like above my bed, like at the peak of the attic or whatever. And I see a fucking medium, tall, gray standing over my bed, watching me sleep or whatever.
0: Portress looks confused. Are you familiar with the uh, the alien canon? The greys? Gray, like the short gray aliens? That's what, That's what he's referring to, with the big heads and the, the slanty eyes? No, okay, that makes sense, but I've just never heard them called the
1: gray. Yep. Or a uh, gray. Okay, yep, I gotcha. Yep.
3: Cool, I'm with it. And it reaches down with its long-ass, E.T. ass finger and touches me on the chest. And the second that it touched me, I woke up screaming bloody murder. And that was it. And at the time, I don't think I'd ever seen any alien movies like, none of that shit. So, when I first saw, like, Fire in the Sky or whatever the fuck alien movie I saw first, I tripped the fuck out because I was like, that's the motherfucker. Except was around Fire in the Sky, they were like little three footers or whatever, but like, it fucking touched the nerve where I was like, damn, that's the motherfucker that was standing over me playing with my, my chest. My when I was fucking eight or whatever. That was, shit was crazy. Is it possible, Schmidt? Like, on my ne-
1: is it possible Shmuley was a pioneer in the microdosing
0: movement as like a four-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He>
3: said, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That
2: is in fact what I was insinuating. <laughs> yeah. I would
0: say yes, that is possible. I, I can't really evaluate how likely that is here, but yeah.
2: Also, there, I have a, there I have was more time. to this,
0: this voicemail, but just remind me to go back to it.
2: Okay. I also have a hard time for him with him being like, I've never, I'd never seen any alien movies because when I was four, I didn't remember shit about what I'd seen either. And also, he referred to it as long ass ET ass finger that touched me, and well, ET yeah, came out like five th- years before 30, this happened.
0: Thirty years later, he referred to it that way. I'm assuming he's seen ET between then and now. I'm just saying maybe that's why he, maybe that's why an alien
2: finger reached out and touched his chest was because yes, maybe he has a no his
1: brain. Hey, for the sorry, well, I just maybe an alien visited you, Schmoll. Mm-hmm. We're just we're, let's, we're just exploring, you know, a number of possibilities here. That's all. And yeah. one other question: Is there a difference? Sorry for the for being um, less understanding of the movie Not in the least, Of the bro. canon. By the, all means. But with the whole, uh, I heard him refer to a three-footer in um, mm-hmm. Fire in the Sky. So it, the, gr- the grays
0: and three-footers are different. Well, specifically, the Fire in the Sky is a movie about- I know Fire in the Sky. Okay, yeah.
1: I just didn't know that they were called three-footers.
0: Well, I, that's not necessarily a term. But okay. in Fire in the Sky, there were short aliens and tall aliens. Okay. So he's saying, I think it looked like the short yep. aliens from Fire in the Sky. Yep. Not gotcha. the tall ones. You okay. looked like a baby. <laughs>
3: Podcast since you guys haven't had me on there yet and keep using my cool ass bite True. Fuck it, uh, him. He grown now. Another weird thing that happens to me all the fucking time is the most insignificant telekinesis of all time. Like, I'll be going to touch a button on the microwave, and before my finger gets there, the button gets pushed. You Sick. know what I'm saying? I like. I'll think about pausing the TV, but I won't actually touch my Apple TV remote, and it'll pause. Just tell me what the fuck that's about.
2: Bro, I like that he called it, did he say the most insignificant telekinesis? Uh Uh-huh. I love that. I love the concept of a superhero who's like, hey, I
0: can move shit, but only like really, really not important shit. Or only if I can also get like an inch and a half away from it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where at that point it would just be as if like energy efficient to just follow through and press
1: the button. I mean, my favorite part about this is that he tried to make y'all his genius bar appointment. Tell me what the fuck that shit (laughs) is about. (laughs) Explain it to me. Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: y- y'all are the experts <laughs> in the weird shit. How did my Apple TV just pause? <laughs> I didn't touch it. The rest of that voicemail is uh, Sam is mad that we haven't had him on the show yet, and he's going to see us tomorrow at the show.
2: All right, bet. Uh, we can remedy both of those things.
0: Um. All right, here's another one. I got to turn so I can see Poitras. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I feel wait. like I
2: keep reacting sideways because I can't see you.
0: We um, Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, I think we, what have, happened? I think we have one from... Uh, uh, didn't we get one from our buddy Rob pretending to be Fred Durst?
2: Uh, I saw him tweet that he was going to do that. Did he
0: actually do that? Yeah, I think he, oh, maybe this is it.
3: Oh, God. I thought I'd call in. I said I would call in on Twitter. I know that you've been wondering what I've been doing, but, uh, <laughs> I've been on the social medias. I got a presence out there. I did Paul Shore's podcast. Oh. Before I go any further I should introduce my my band. The chocolate starfish
4: and the hot dog flavored water.
3: So uh yeah, just uh just to give you guys an update, uh we're still out here, we're rolling,
4: rolling, rolling. Yeah.
3: We're rolling. So uh if you're wondering what Fred Durst is doing, he's out here.
4: He's out
0: here. If you're wondering man. what Fred Durst is doing, he's out here. He's out here. That's what he's doing.
1: I'm literally never wondering that. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who that doesn't make as
2: much sense to, uh, patreoncom slash podcast. We do two episodes of this show every week, and we were having a very in-depth conversation about Fred Durst on the Patreon uh, last week, which is which is where I believe the inception of that voicemail
4: comes from.
0: Want to hear one more?
2: Fucking sure.
4: Hi, y'all. Be- uh, this is cam it's cam and i just i tell you what boys i i done went through your whole damn uh uh that catalog there over i guess the course about a month now and you know what i got i actually got back from that trip over uh, not too long ago i was telling you i was going to hamsterdam well anyways i i i wanted to hear my voicemail for her red so you know what i joined the patreon but I also joined the Patriot 'cause I've done been through about all your other episodes and I was just I just need more content 'cause I live out here in San Francisco and I'm a I'm an Uber driver, right? So, you know, it's kinda of funny. I mean I listen
0: anybody else hear the way he just said Uber? 'Cause I think I need to hear that again.
1: Uber
4: driver.
0: Also, San Francisco is literally the last city I would have guessed that this dude is from. Well, wait, well, is he's this, definitely not from there.
2: Is this the <laughs> dude that's putting on—wasn't he, like—is he not he, this the dude that tricked us and was like, I'm putting on the Southern accent to leave y'all voicemails, and then, like—
0: If he is, he's doing a hell of a job. He's doing a hell of a job. Uber
4: driver, right? Uber. So, you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, I listen to podcasts all day long, but I'm pretty much constantly switching from, uh, you know, regular music playlists. And then y'all, I bet one in every twenty-five passengers I have, I think they're that. That's just uh, it's only one in 25 that I, I kind of think would be cool enough to to like handle the weird shit y'all are talking about. Sick, but I really kind of have to play it by ear. You know, you gotta. Uh, anyways, I had I, I don't know which one it was. There's a stinker.
2: I love the idea of this dude being like, "Hey man, where you going today? Airport? Okay, cool, sounds good." Michael um, Bolton.
0: How's how's your day? How's your day going? Pretty good. All right. Cool. Cool. Anyway, you fuck with ghosts and aliens <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also got to evaluate like the length of the trip, right? Because you can't put a podcast true. on for a five minute trip. True. True. That's true. That's just rude.
1: Yeah, but if you're going to the airport, you got time. Right. And time, also, bro. you got to go off of where they say they're going, because like if Homeboy says like, "Yeah, I'm about to land in Albuquerque tonight," <laughs> you're like. Click play. <laughs>
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> You're going to dig this. I, I love Sasquatch the vetting.
4: You know, I had a long day, and I, I said, fuck it. I picked up a guy from the airport, and I just, I'm going to leave this weird shit on there. And this motherfucker's from Nepal. And then he goes on and on talking about how his cousins and uncles and all of them seen Yetis or Sasquatch or Bigfoot up there in, in the mountains. And I was like, well, goddamn, that's pretty cool. Um, anyways, you know, I want to apologize about, you know, the whole Dre getting a bagel thing. Mm. Um, I'm not judging y'all. In fact, I think it's cute. I mean, I...
0: <laughs> this is a dude that called us that just dude. to roast our Minnesotan accents.
4: Well,
2: he was... wasn't Or his he? girlfriend's Minnesota. Yeah, accent. Yeah, he was flaming his girlfriend because yeah. she's from Minnesota, like, yeah. northern Minnesota. Yeah,
0: but also he thinks we're cute, I guess.
2: Uh, we think you're cute,
0: too. <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm dating one of you Minnesotans, now, and, and, they, yeah, you? And, and I love me a good accent. It, it just shows the spots of life. But anyways, I just want to say, y'all, I, I never really listened to a podcast, like, more than like once or twice in my entire life. Y'all are literally the first podcast that I religiously and uh, on a routine I listen to. And I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Well, also, um, I want to ask, where, where can I find some of your music and stuff you produce in there, uh, Mr. Spence, or whatever y'all got? If I can get another SoundCloud, let me know. Also, I want to know here. I want to know two other things. What do you think about MERS? Do you like Atmosphere? And, and second, you, what do you think about Too Short? Sick. I know he might be a throwback, <laughs> but I don't know how y'all over there feel in the Midwest about you know these this the hyphy. Well, you know the hyphy movement out here in the Bay. Um, anyway, this is said y'all. All right, Cam. Cam found
2: the end. Cam found the end of our uh, of our voicemail timer. It's real. Yep.
0: I like that Google must be going through our other voicemails to try and figure out better transcriptions. Mm. Because when he said MERS and atmosphere, Google translated it to Mars-like atmosphere. Sick. Yes. Sick. <laughs>
1: yes.
2: Sick.
0: <laughs> MERS, I hope you heard that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
2: they're probably like, they're probably like, eh, based on the last fucking year and a half This of guy's emails, asking about outer space. This is yeah.
1: probably correct. Um, I fuck with MERS a lot. I fuck with MERS.
0: And Atmosphere.
1: I also fuck with Murs. I and also fuck with Too Short. <laughs> I definitely fuck with Too Short. And as long as we're on the subject, Mac Dre. Yes. Mac Dre and the Bay from e- Back Back in the Day. 840. Um, yeah, we like the Bay. And Yo.
0: I think our next record should be like a hyphy. fee High fee Screamo. screamo Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah, all three of those acts are great. Who else was he asking about? Atmosphere. Murs and Too Short.
1: What was the other two? He said they had two things he wanted to know. Oh, um,
0: yeah. What the fuck was the other one? He said, I got two questions and I was like, one, he said, first, what do you think about MERS and atmosphere in them? And second, what do you think about Too Short? Oh, oh okay. Right. Oh, also let's,
1: let's not glaze over the probably most important question that he asked. Uh, The SoundCloud We gotta give all the SoundCloud links Oh
0: that's real Oh um, I'll put in the description Usually I link to the music that we're playing But if you just look for Big Cats on Spotify Or Apple Music or SoundCloud Or any of the places that you listen to music
2: Yeah And if you just search my full name You can find my shit on YouTube and SoundCloud And Bandcamp and all that shit
1: And what's your full name again? Just for new listeners? (laughs) Ryan (laughs) Copperwood
0: K-O-P-P-E-R-U-D Where where can we find your emo bands? Yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Are those guys
0: alive records still on the internet? It is, uh, it is
1: skiesalive.bandcamp.com
0: Yeah, there's still a video on my YouTube channel that I shot of you guys at Honey in like 2010 Oh
2: god, here for it, Uh going to find it (laughs) Oh man All right. we have to do one more shout out before we dive in today's episode Which is, uh, we are, so every uh, every once in a while we will occasionally consume a beverage while we're recording And now we have something extremely fucking dope to put our beverages on while we record and that's thanks to uh first name first name bear last name bear is it is it bear bear or is it nick uh bear and his brother brother bear yeah brother
0: bear y'all remember (laughs) the bernstein bears i remember (laughs) brother bear brother bear is a dope movie brother bear was a dope movie i used to work with kids who were the age where you want to watch the same movie over and over and over again and i would always push for that to be brother bear because that was my shit
2: all right this is what we're doing. We'll we'll avoid using governments and we'll say it's Bear and Brother Bear. They made so us coasters and they they're they made us beautiful. fucking sick coasters that we're drinking our beverages off of. So thank you to Bear and thank you to Brother Bear uh for hooking us up with that dope dope. Um there y'all, these what if coasters, they're on the they're on the Instagram, right? Yes. At what if pod on Instagram, fucking robot grandma coasters and fucking a lie was born coasters, and we got one that says Morning, boys. Bear here, which is like my favorite fucking thing to hit our voicemail every time it hits our voicemail. So uh, shout out to you. all appreciate the gift. It's very kind. All
1: right. You know, can we? Sorry. I just thought of something that I think is extremely relevant. Talk to him. Really quick. Because so I was kind of earlier, we talked a little bit about Shmuleen, whether or not his memories were. Possibly accurate. How high like, he was in
0: 1989. Well, right, yeah. that yes. too. But or I mean, during I was, that phone call,
1: I was only halfway joking about yeah, the, yeah, yeah. being For high. Sure. But, but also sure. that, but the but the, just the concept of possibly uh, false me- creating memories, having false memories. Yeah. Do you guys know about the Mandela Effect?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We actually we did a full episode on the Mandela Effect back in the day. All right.
1: Well, then we're not going to go down that road. But I thought it was funny that you mentioned the Bernstein Bears yeah. because they were a big part, or there was a Mandela Effect that swept. Right. people around that was the one that like
0: brought it to the forefront a couple years ago it it. was the berenstein berenstain yeah yeah, 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 and everyone being
2: like this is bullshit (laughs) i (laughs) like seeing those images i still swear to god it was e-i-n
0: you oh you were in on that yeah
2: Uh oh i get it I get it, man. Buzzfeed lit
1: everybody's fucking childhood up. Oh, I didn't even know, catch it on Buzzfeed. Uh, I think that's the ver- first version were of it. Are you I saw. just
0: rereading the books or what?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew where they were in my mom's storage closet, because that would actually Damn, be good evidence. Be you went sick. back
0: to like the same copies and they were different. That Ooh, would be fucked up. That would be fucked up. Yo, t- text your mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, mom. Quick
2: question.
0: Can you run upstairs? <laughs> Spell the name of some books for me. Yeah,
2: just, just take pictures. Just take pictures.
0: All right. You want to get into the weirdness that was happening in New Mexico? Okay, so, and maybe still is happening in New Mexico. Uh,
2: we didn't we didn't name this because sometimes we don't name these uh, before we actually do them. What like if they're the
0: posthumously FB- named? What if the FBI closed your observatory?
2: What if the FBI closed your observatory is da- or seized your observatory because it felt mm. more like a seizure than uh, than a closing? But um. so la-
0: I guess it's almost two weeks ago. Uh, now on September sixth the National Solar Observatory in Sunspot, New Mexico, was abruptly closed. Uh, The FBI showed up, and there were military helicopters that were spotted above the observatory, and a nearby post post office was also closed. And there was not much explanation given for why these two places were closed, other than a spokesperson for the uh, Association of Universities for Research in Astronomy, who runs the observatory, said, quote, We're addressing a security issue at this time. We have decided to vacate the facility as a precautionary measure. It was our decision to evacuate the facility, and we do not know when the facility will reopen. The FBI gave no statement, and local authorities were given no information by the FBI other than being told that it was not their jurisdiction.
2: Get fuck out.
0: A quote from the, the sheriff, the county sheriff said, quote, the FBI is refusing to tell us what's going on. We have people up there that requested us to stand by while they evacuate it. Nobody would really elaborate on any of the circumstances. The FBI were there. Uh, but for the FBI to get involved that quick and to be so secretive about it, there was a lot of stuff going on up there. There was a Black Hawk helicopter, a bunch of people around antennas and work crews on towers, but nobody would tell us anything. He also added, they're not federal employees. Maybe it was somebody who threatened one of their workers. If that's the case, I don't know why they didn't call us and let us deal with it. I don't know why the FBI would get involved so quickly and not tell us anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I can think of a million reasons. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> and we're going to talk about
0: all of them. <laughs> so like the, that's basically the story. This observatory was closed abruptly. Um, nobody knows why. And then suddenly the FBI and perhaps the military were on the scene and they d- were not conveying any information to anyone about why they were there, what they were doing, when they would reopen, any of that stuff.
1: You were on a need to know basis and you don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: a couple of days later, people started dinner. going up to the observatory because you can just drive up to the front gate and the only thing blocking anyone from going in was a strip of like caution tape. So people were just walking in and there's a, I'll link to it, but there's like a 15 to 20 minute video of a guy who just walked in with a camera and filmed everything that he could film walking around because the observatory is on like several acres of land and there are other labs and there are actually people that live on site. So they're, they're like housing um, structures and there's a laundromat and all sorts of facilities. Dude walked around for 20 minutes and did not see a single person saw a bunch of uh, like government vehicles that were still parked there, but everything was empty. Most buildings were locked, but not all of them. Some buildings were just left unlocked. So the entire FBI assigned, the team
1: that was assigned to this was abducted, obviously. That's why <laughs> well, the, the cars were empty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. was no one to stop him from filming. They
0: had not locked their doors it, before they went up. It did seem weird to me, though, that, Okay, you, you it makes sense to evacuate the employees, but then you don't secure the site, oh. and then there's no one there doing anything. Yeah, that's, we that's
1: the most that's the weirdest part. I don't. If it was that sensitive, there it wouldn't be so easy to walk in sure. and take a 15 minute video.
0: Did we miss something?
1: Well, can we rewind to what you
2: just said, which was it makes sense to evacuate the employees? Because I have a hard time wrapping my <laughs> head around that one in the first place. Okay, so like, this that,
0: is that, a, that is basically the like the whole story.
2: Yeah. Don't I don't mean, know what happened.
0: Are... People were evacuated. Um, as of yesterday, it is now reopened. Yes. But there was no additional information given as to what happened. Correct. Why it was unsafe, why it is now safe again, what the quote security issue was that they were dealing with, who dealt with it, none of that. Just the FBI said, okay, it's fine. And people are back at work.
1: What's sorry, really quick, what's the name of the observatory?
0: It's the Sunspot National Observatory. It, they, it's a solar observatory. It's in Sunspot, Mexico. I guess that's Mexico. That's an important piece of information. They have a giant solar telescope on yes. site.
1: I mean, it sucks because they're closed. I really just want to call them. I, I, oh. Well,
0: they might be open.
2: Try it. Fuck it.
0: Dude, there's they're, no they're way least, they're answering phone calls. They're an hour behind us, they're right?
2: They're probably getting lit up.
0: It's only 5.30 there. Put they might on, be open. Put them
2: on speaker, bruh.
4: And to reach extension now to dial a
0: person by name press tone to leave a message press star for tourist information yo leave him a message and give my give my number i have him calls back I think you're supposed to press star Oh what's their ring back tone <laughs> All right, we'll 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 do this not on the air because you leaving a voicemail is not going to be very exciting. And I don't even know if that... Is that what you're doing right now or are you on hold? Well, no, he's on hold. Somebody could answer this.
1: Okay, uh, so okay. he's going to leave a voicemail.
0: Because they're all dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> So anticlimactic <laughs> uh, Motherfuckers In
0: case you didn't catch that Their voicemail is full Okay
2: uh, so, Damn uh, I would sure love to have somebody on the show though
0: Yeah if, if anyone uh, who's listening lives in that area Or uh, has been out there We would gladly take your phone calls um, Especially if your
1: home is on the Sunspot Observatory grounds I think there are like three people that live there But if Absolutely We would talk to yeah. one of the three of you
2: Or if you're adjacent
1: I'm curious. Yes. Or okay, if you so, work for the FBI and you were the <laughs> one that closed the place. Also, if you work for the Six FBI, one, don't, no, don't call us. That's fine. <laughs> that's it's, we're okay. No, that's <laughs> uh,
2: we keep a healthy distance from each <laughs> other. Everything's
0: fine. <laughs> but just you reminded me of something. The uh, the observatory is basically surrounded by military installations. Hmm. So they're right. They're like 20 miles uh, to the west of White Sands. New Mexico, and then there's another i don't remember the name, but there's another observatory like or not uh, another installation like ten miles north of them, so on at least two or three sides they're bordered by military installations
1: is that strategic for some reason what's it what's it about that site
0: uh it's yeah. isolated probably is the main thing okay,
2: but that is also a question I had was like what's the um is there a particular reason that this this location is more optimal for sun viewing
0: or sky viewing? It's is like it just sunny, the remoteness, it's, it's sunny in the desert, right? <laughs> don't get that shit out of here. <laughs> I don't,
2: no, I don't. No, I, don't I know. mean, there actually
0: probably is something legit to that. That I I don't know it's why cloudless days and shit. I think it's probably coincidental that they're located near military bases, but I don't actually know.
1: No, what I meant was kind of thing. I was kind of thinking the other way around. Like I was one, I don't know which came first, chicken, egg or, you know, whatever, but, um, it would be interesting if maybe this area was known for strange activity in the sky. So then it got an observatory and then the military was like, Oh, protect that shit. You know,
0: wouldn't, wouldn't a solar observatory not be location specific though, or location dependent I don't know anything about astronomy, but I I would think that, yeah, you could do that from almost anywhere.
2: Is that all it does? I mean, I know it says it's a solar observatory, but I mean, is it like, is it nonstop sun focused all the time? I think they only have one telescope. But sometimes they can't point it at the sun. So what happens when they can't point it at the sun? You mean like at night? Yes, correct. (laughs) That was what I was inferring.
0: Uh, I don't know.
2: Do you think it's possible that they could see things at night that they're not supposed to see with their like we can the al- see the sun? Like the aliens? Well.
0: Also, it's not that hard to see the sun. You can see it all the time.
2: No, you can't see it all the time.
0: Well, I mean, somebody I d- can I dare you. Some, you, you gotta run real fast, but somebody <laughs> c- somebody is always looking at the sun.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. It it is it is viewable somewhere on the planet at all
0: times. All right, let's start recklessly speculating.
2: Wait, wait, wait! Before we get into reckless speculation, even though I'm really excited I have about a that, ten point that thinks, bullet
0: list called reckless speculation. I understand.
2: We've got time. I I wanted to get back to you. Said a sentence that I would like to challenge, which is, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to evacuate the people. Now. This can this can maybe lead us into our reckless I'm, speculation but at what at what point would an evacuation of
1: a solar observatory ever make sense? Well, I mean, look, like if you're the FBI, if you have had any cause to show up anywhere aside from an FBI headquarters, then your first responsibility is to secure the site. Sure. Correct? Pro- I'm sure. I
0: would probably, assume so. Yes. Also, they did I a mean, shit job. If this guy on YouTube can just walk on there, but
1: yeah, yeah, you guys, you really screwed this up. But well,
2: um, they could have also made away with whatever it was that needed to be removed from the from the location. So at that point. when
0: I, when I said it makes sense, I meant I could have vision envision a scenario in which it would make sense to evacuate people from a site. But okay, um, for also, instance, the um, the telescope is housed in like many gallons of liquid mercury. Whoa, is that a real thing? Yeah. Damn. So if something happened there, you would want to get people as far away from that as possible. Let's go do shots. It's also (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Easier ways to kill yourself, bro. (laughs) God damn. I'm saying we might levitate
2: (laughs) first though, dude. Maybe I turn into Magneto or something mm, cool like
0: that. I guess. I don't know why then you would call the FBI in that circumstance. Does anyone call the FBI or do they just show up? You want to try? No. <laughs>
2: uh, that's a number we're
1: definitely not dialing. <laughs> no.
0: Um my only understanding of how the FBI works is from X-files. So I don't <laughs> All right. In that case they they rarely got calls. Mulder just like decided they were going places.
2: I'm um, uh, one of the phrases uh, right before we get into reckless speculation. One of the phrases that I liked was it was from the uh, from the observatory's Facebook page. Where they stated that they were, quote, cooperating with an ongoing law enforcement investigation of criminal activity that occurred at Sacramento Peak.
0: Wait, who made that statement?
2: The observatory did on their Facebook page.
1: Oh. At Sacramento Peak? Is that where they're located? The
2: the actual observatory is in Sunspot, New Mexico, at the top of Sacramento Peak, which I imagine elevation is a helpful part of... Of having a telescope, just Less anything you can get out of it, the better. Interference. Um, but it's some mountainous peak in New Mexico. Got it. Hmm. So I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting, that was interesting phraseology. I mean, and- yeah,
1: but that could be so- a number of things that could be misdirection. That could be like, Hey, the FBI told us to say this, or they could be categorizing an alien invasion as criminal activity for sure.
0: Or- That's a great point. They wouldn't have had permission to be there. Who's that? The aliens. So which that would, that would
1: make them trespassers, which would mean that the, the aliens are criminals. And
0: criminals. Lock them up. E.T. in Shmooley's house was definitely breaking and entering. Yeah. Facts. 100%. And possibly, like, assaulting.
1: Yes. The touching was a no-go. Yeah, it's no-go. Right. I don't think he had consent. Especially with no children. You can't touch four-year-olds. Yeah, it's fucked up. No, mm. not not cool. Not okay. cool, E.T. chill on that shit. Number
0: one. We're just going down the list.
2: Okay, let's bang, let's bang through it. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Whoever said uh, the thing about my amount of prep versus number of buttons i push i prepped the fuck out of this episode and that's why you haven't heard any sound effects for half an hour i'm Cause, sorry cuz cause
2: Spencer, <laughs> cuz spencer's fucking in it man i should be sitting over there banging on those buttons all right go ahead fuck
0: with me i'm
1: grown now there
0: we go what a up, disgruntled employee was planning to do something terrible and or illegal
1: ah uh, nah <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are two very different reactions yeah, we i did love it, it. We did let's go i want to hear reactions both. i want to hear both debate no, like a full on
2: gratis nope Okay, my nope is, if that, if that had been the case, wouldn't they have been like, like, wouldn't it just become public record really quickly that ex-employee no longer showed up for work, was arrested by local police, had a stockpile of weapons? What if you they know, didn't like, know where
0: he was, he or she was? But they wouldn't
2: have reopened the observatory this week if they didn't know where that person was. Okay,
1: maybe, but listen, Ryan, you're automatically assuming that the illegal activity this hypothetical disgruntled employee was engaging in was only on a state level. Like, for example, when I, like in New York, there was a building right across the street from where I worked, and then there was a disgruntled employee. He showed up with a gun to attack, like, a former boss, and he didn't actually... As I understand it, he didn't hurt anybody. Local police came. He was shot and killed on site as he was running away. And, like, that's all very obvious. It's like a state level crime. It's he's invading a premise he's not welcome at. He's attempting to assault somebody. You know, at an observatory, there's probably sensitive information, there's probably records, True. there's probably like ways for him to violate a federal law which could then trip interest from the FBI and they are not going to make
0: that public. Okay. To support Poitras's point. Yes. They also shut down the nearby post office. Hmm. See doing anything through the mail is a very quick route to committing a federal crime. Yes. True. Also true. Just saying like if you like somebody
2: mailed something shitty to the observatory through the local post office.
0: Yeah or like, yeah, I, I don't know.
2: Yes, I, I guess my, the the only reason I'm hitting it with like a, eh, it doesn't really ring true for me is just because I feel like every time one of those hits the news, like we know who that person is usually quickly, you know, like yeah. yes, it doesn't but it doesn't get resolved silently and then they're just like we
1: reopened, everything's fine, guys. No, Care I about completely your business. agree with that's you. That's the only reason. I completely agree with you, but that's because normally in these scenarios, the, like I said, the crime being committed is some dumb, idiot bullshit. Like, I, I'm i mad at my boss. I'm gonna shoot him. You know what, yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were actually were, like, on some mcveigh level of thinking and yeah, yeah, you really yeah. wanted to cause some serious damage then we're not going to find out about you for a long time that's 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 yeah
2: that's fair That's
0: a uh good point. slight variation on this which is actually number four on my list so we're, we're getting two for one here are
2: we go are we jumping or are well, we gonna go they,
0: we tied them together through our conversation so i'm going for it all right um point four was someone could have mailed something dangerous to the observatory that would have also then passed through the post office So as part of the investigation into what it was, where it came from, et cetera, you would have had to temporarily close both locations and also make sure that there was not, for some, for instance, if somebody mailed anthrax to the observatory, it would have also passed through the post office. You'd have to close both for safety reasons and to conduct an investigation.
1: Yeah. One question though, if that was the chain of events, wouldn't it first fall in the jurisdiction of a postal investigator? I'm almost positive it would.
0: What if it was first discovered at the observatory rather than at the post office? And now it's FBI.
1: Interesting. That Probably could- having to cooperate with inv- uh, the postal
0: investigators. Okay.
1: Okay. Maybe. I, don't,
0: I mean, I this is more. called reckless speculation, yes, so yes. we have but no I, answers here. Yes. yes,
2: but I love that we're doing reckless speculation, and I love how much <laughs> speculating we've done over the first two of ten options here. I, I, One more question about this. If you intercepted something at the post office... Is it logical to actually shut down the observatory? Do you do that as a precaution in case, like, someone
0: goes there? I'm saying, what if it actually got delivered?
2: Oh, so they shut down, you're saying they shut down the post office to figure out, like, how it came in and went out. And if anyone at the post
0: office, depending on what substance or object or whatever it was, if anything at the post office was also contaminated or if there was a second package or if someone at the post office knew about this or whatever... I the
2: again like devil's advocate here. I'm just like trying to trying to play all sides. I feel like enough people got interviewed from the observ- observatory who said something to the effect of like it was super abrupt. We were given no information. We had no idea, and we were you not allowed to quotes? come to work. I, for- didn't, I didn't find that. Um, let me pull. All it up. I could
0: find was the one statement from the person who wasn't even on site. It was I've like got- the director of the group that manages the. Observatory and other ones. I have like five of these articles up.
2: Hang. Okay. Go to number two and okay. I'll, and I'll find uh a-
0: number two is they observed something happening with the sun on like a solar flare, solar weather level and we're fucked. Hmm. Mm. In support of this last week, there were six other observatories or solar live stream cameras that were shut down or offline at the same time. So
1: this is a wider issue. Possibly. How much time do we have to finish the scream on trap record
0: <laughs> as,
1: as much we as might we need want to bro. shut this episode down. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, if the sun's really gunning for us, you we, know,
0: we better get going. So, well, that's my main, uh, my main issue with this point of speculation is how long would it take between something being observed on the sun and it actually affecting us? Cause we're pushing two weeks now. Yeah. If you saw a solar flare that was going to have a huge electromagnetic effect on the Earth, but that's it doesn't a, take two weeks for that to get here from the sun. Also it's also is, not
2: exclusively observable by this one solar observatory in New No, Mexico. but six
0: other ones were also shut down.
2: Wait, what? Did I, when did I miss this? You when were looking you were for the articles. I Googling
0: things. That was like two seconds ago. We talked about it. I was, I was right here. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at this article, but I was right here. Last week, six other observatories or... Uh, live stream cameras got shut down. Okay, at the same time.
1: What? That changes everything. It does change everything. But now this, the, but this raises a new question. And like one of the things I kind of am starting to hate about reckless specul- reckless speculation <laughs> oh, is yeah. how much. Well, it's actually how much I hate. I don't. I'm realizing I don't understand about the relationships between different levels of law enforcement, but uh, what I'm, sure. but I'm, what I'm wondering now is like, if there's actually something terrible going on with the sun and we're all going to burn to death, Terminator two style judgment day, whatever, yeah. then why the fuck is the FBI shutting down an, observ- an observatory? Right. Wouldn't this be an issue for NASA? Is the FBI all of a sudden like the foot soldier department for NASA?
0: Also, if that were going to happen,
1: there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. The, the FBI just shows up and goes, stop. Wait, Never mind. We're, we're out
4: of here. <laughs> right.
2: Like, even if even if the entire world were to go into a state of mass panic and, like, we all fucking kill each other before we get wiped out, like... FBI ain't doing shit about that. Yeah, right. like, that doesn't help anything.
0: Okay. They want us to all die peacefully. I think this one is mostly nonsense, but I wanted to just run it yeah, past you this, guys.
2: we are being as reckless It as- would have happened
0: by now, and shutting down the observatories wouldn't make any sense because there wouldn't be anything you could do about it. So I think we can write that one off. Number three... The observatory overlooks Holloman Air Force Base and is 20 miles east of White Sands Missile Range. Something is happening at one of those, the speculation is, something is happening at one of those Air Force bases that the civilians that work at the post office and the observatory are not allowed to see.
1: Sure, but then you would also be pulling people out of their private homes 100%. There's no way that you would only go for the those facilities and then leave everyone else to to like witness what, it. What if
0: it's something that would only be visible from the vantage point of being on top of this peak?
1: Where those three homes are? You yes. just told us three homes live are on the observed, but they those people weren't evacuated. They were. Oh, the residents were evacuated too? Correct. I missed that part. All right. Yep. Um Okay. It's possible. Um but now that makes me wonder like what are you like testing a stealth aircraft or like, what do you, you know, like, what would that look like? Oh, that's an interesting theory.
0: Ryan, <laughs> keep up, bro. <laughs> what? I just said, is something happening at the military base that they didn't want people to witness?
2: Yeah, no, but I mean like saying that it's legit a stealth aircraft. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I guess that could have been like a detonation or whatever. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was just thinking like. That would be a good way to get open skies.
0: I just saw you looking at your computer again. I got nervous. Well, okay. I have,
2: I have my, um, I have, I have the quote that
0: I was looking for. Okay.
2: So James McAteer is a professor at New Mexico state university and he's the director of the sunspot solar observatory consortium. And he said, uh, I'm going to do some paraphrasing throughout this. This is in the Washington post article from a couple of days ago. He says, uh, the sheriff's office saw no evidence of a threat And deputies left after a few hours. Um, McAteer said his consortium assigns four researchers to the facility, although the Association of Universities for Research and Astronomy, another consortium, manages the building and other infrastructure with an additional four or five people. That consortium, McAteer said, had ordered the site vacated, providing no other reason than a, quote, security issue. He said the researchers did not spot anything in the sun to necessitate them leaving, nor were they aware of any scientific reason, such as an anomaly in the data that they were collecting
0: for doing so. Why would that be a reason to evacuate, though? I don't understand that angle.
2: Our data's weird. Everybody go home. Well, I can see there, like, you know, depending on what it is, that data could be evidence of a lot of the crazy shit we're talking about, right? Like fucking crazy atmospheric changes or solar flares what is, what is or, evacuating
0: how does that address that at all it i don't think it addresses anything
2: uh anything like directly but tangentially it clears the space for people to go in and scoop or download or collect mm. or or delete or whatever like get access to that shit and then be like Carry carry on with your fucking day Go day-to-day. back to work a week later. Yeah, go back to work. I mean- we have everything we need that has removed the existence of that anomaly from your work and from, you know, whatever. At
1: first glance, this idea makes way more sense than something going on at the military base because you kick people out of a small room if you're trying to keep them from looking at something in the sky well you just fucked up because all they're gonna do is leave that small room and, and look still up. look at the sky yeah. like right. that, only, that only makes sense if you like blindfold them and leave them in a room which sounds like something the fbi shouldn't
0: do i yeah. don't know <laughs> but not. also it totally does I, I'm, right. I'm sure it's part
2: of their jobs in some days yeah yeah
0: um can i add a uh Another layer to the military base option.
2: Fuck yeah, you can. This is your podcast, bud. Thanks. And yours and mine. It's our podcast. It's everyone's.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't remember which point this was on my list, but it's one of them. Seven. Someone may have been spying using the uh, observatory as a vantage point to spy on one or both of the nearby military bases.
1: Ooh, like some Sterling Archer shit.
0: Yeah. So they have an especially high vantage point. Nine thousand feet. They also have telescopes and radio communication communications towers that reach even higher above that where one could hypothetically install viewing and or listening devices Sure. pointed at one or multiple military bases. We got them all. This fits with two parts of what was reported. One being that people, there were crews working on the towers and climbing up the towers when people were evacuated.
2: Oh, word, I didn't see that.
0: Two being, if someone was going to be sending that data or those recordings elsewhere, if this was, for instance, an international spying situation, yep. the best way to get that stuff off site may be to physically mail something. And not worry about trying to send communications from a like whatever government-owned machine. As Mm. in you've been, as in you've been. You're just gonna pull the SD card out and mail it to somebody. Mail it.
1: I don't know. That sounds like world's dumbest criminal shit. Like if you, if you're gonna be sophisticated enough to get that information in the first place, it seems like you would be smart enough to not then use the federal mail service to transport it. But what if, but what if you're doing it in a really like, I drop this off at a mailbox
2: or I pay someone to drop this off at a mailbox, 10, 10 miles
1: away from my house I or bet whatever. You could,
0: I bet you could mail a million SD cards before anyone would ever look at what's on one of them.
1: I would agree except for you're in saying the scenario it's well in, except for in the scenario that you've already tripped the
0: interest of the authorities but then you're fucked anyway aren't you I guess so maybe the idea was It really
1: depends on how sensitive the information is and maybe I watch too many goddamn movies if but you're... I'm thinking like if there's something very very sensitive it's worth stealing from a federal facility F- filming a missile test for instance Yeah like if it's that serious and you are like a an international spy. You know what I mean? We're talking about... It's like these guys, they do shit like you see in movies, legitimately, where it's like I just fucking swabbed a nerve agent onto a doorknob to make sure that my enemy is dead, like Putin yeah, style, yeah. Right? right? And now all of a sudden this guy just takes a cab to the USPS and drops it into a priority envelope? That just seems really dumb.
2: Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I I, I see what you're saying. I also just, I think there's other ways to send things through
1: post offices that are a little, like, a little less. If it was that serious, I feel like you would get scooped by, a, I don't know, a fucking helicopter or something and you'd be out of there. Yeah. Like something more interesting than... You mean a- like
0: the Black Hawk helicopter that showed up the day that they shut the place down? Ooh. See, but,
1: now we're talking. That did happen. That <laughs> yeah. did happen. The thing that I like about Like this
2: iteration of this, this recklessness that we are engaging in right now is I think there's something to be said for if you put some sort of recording device on a 9,000 foot observatory building, they're for sure shutting down every observatory in the vicinity and checking all of them for similar recording devices. Like, right. Like that's the first thing you do is you go, oh, somebody said, what's that thing blinking up there? It's not supposed to be up there you go get it you're like oh why is there a camera up here and then they go oh we're shutting down all the observatories in the area and we're checking all of them well, like okay first to toes first to you're assuming
1: you're assuming the other observatories were nearby one they were not they were not no they were other observatories but they were not like n- they were not proximal and second mm. several sec- of them were not even in the US mm. second i'm just challenging your your hypothetical situation, but like, bro, means. if you're gonna fucking plant a secret recording device in some in a place like that, it better not blink
2: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ, <laughs> yes, it better not yes, blink. Yes, that's a great point. Yes, it, no, I. Yes.
0: Just a GoPro with the the red light blinking on the back the whole we, time. They they need to find like an outlet in the park. They got an extension cord running down the side of the <laughs> observatory.
1: It's like a fucking billboard that says we're spying on you. It it beeps. It just beeps. I do
0: remember when Bill <laughs> came in that one day and asked if anybody had an extra charger. <laughs> Is that for important? A GoPro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just mini USB, right? Uh, Those are everywhere. Uh, what do you what do you need it for, Bill? Nothing. <laughs> also do you have like a 400 foot extension cord <laughs> bill, <laughs> bill are
2: you uh are you doing something are you doing something weird <laughs> no
1: <laughs>
0: sorry
1: <laughs> <You> apologize
0: <laughs> That's a- all right um you want to get really weird yeah i mean have we got have we I how far have we gone we've exhausted the the terrestrial options on the list what's our wh- okay how far on the spectrum of
2: no weird to all weird have we gone so far. About we uh, halfway. We're at of five? Yeah. Let's crank this motherfucker yeah. up. <laughs> let's crank this motherfucker up. Right. Right. I mean, I just took my shirt off, so. Sick. Well, po- Poitras is hanging out half nudie in the studio. It gets hot
0: in the studio when you got three dudes in gear and you close the windows. Sorry. It's true.
2: And we're drinking and we're excited about aliens, so yeah. let's <laughs> fucking
0: do this. All right. Option number seven on our list is... I was wrong about my previous suggestion. Yeah, but sorry. It was, was 10, developing. by the way. Okay. Cool, I didn't cool, put cool. these in any sort of logical order. It was just as that's, I found them. That's fine. We found the binary pair to our sun.
2: Uh, I'm going to need more context because I'm an idiot
0: and I don't okay. actually understand what that means. Bi- binary star systems exist in which instead of having one star and things orbiting it, you have two stars and things orbiting it. Like Tatooine on Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars? Fuck.
2: Yes, I've seen all I love all of Star Wars
0: <laughs> He is tattooed and
2: nude in the stud. <laughs> That's Poitras.
0: It's possible to have a binary star system where it's not two stars right next to each other and everything orbiting it. It's like two stars far away from each other that are gravitationally linked and would only cross paths with each other every so often.
1: Okay. But you think that it's you're proposing that we just discovered the other one. Correct. Okay, but now, sorry if I'm too dense to put this together on my own, but why is the FBI curious or interested in this?
0: Well, it would in this scenario, it would be something along the lines of what Ryan was saying earlier with coming in, collecting data, trying to minimize other people's exposure to this data until they can sort it out, figure out what it means, deliver it to the public in a more digestible way than... Bill from the observatory telling his friends that there are two sons. Hey, hey okay,
4: but Dave, Dave,
2: are you sitting down right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I just cracked a beer,
1: man, and I got to tell you, I think we're fucked. <laughs> I just, this just brings me back to the original, like... Um, I hate how much I don't understand about the relationship between and governmental units. I, Why is the FBI doing
0: NASA's work? I think is you're, NASA right. doesn't
1: have enough funding or they're b- busy right now? That no. is a
0: great question in this one. Like, in this scenario, there is no real reason for the FBI to be there. Right. I See, agree. I don't
2: think that's true, though, because think about all the things that the federal government has had involvement in, like programs that we've talked about on this show many, many times that are like, tangentially related to other federal departments like the CIA and like NASA and like I you know your your assessment of like what are are they kind of the foot soldiers for other federal departments I'm like maybe cuz like F- NASA FBI... doesn't have the authority to walk into an observatory in any random state and say and close it and say get the fuck out of here right now F- FBI agents with badges and fucking guns on their hips for sure, do, and they're going to do it way more effectively I, than any other federal organization. And you're not going to send the military in because that's fucking crazy. Like you send the fucking National Guard in. Although and shut they down had observatories did well with the with the helicopter, yes. But I'm saying you're not sending like fucking dudes in camo with M16s and like boots on the ground type shit. It's also, that's thin be line way between more
0: intense thin line between police and military these days. But
2: I mean, that's real. Like, but even I, the sheriffs in these articles are talking about like. FBI didn't tell us shit. They wouldn't tell us shit. We're just fucking but hanging out.
0: Like FBI is essentially federal cops, right? Yeah, federal law enforcement. Yeah, for sure. They're just cops that can do more. Yes, but isn't I mean, isn't the the main difference that their jurisdiction is federal crimes? Yeah. So, wouldn't something in this situation, if something was observed that needed to be secret? And you needed to limit people's exposure to it. You needed to remove people from their workplace, whatever, their homes, their post office. Why wouldn't that be the local law enforcement versus federal?
2: Because it's a matter of national security or has a broader impact than just the state.
0: And we don't have like international space cops yet as and, much as and we don't Trump have that. wants us to.
2: Plus, plus, I think there's probably something to be said for just general clearances. I'm sure... That security clearances in sheriff's offices in fucking New Mexico are minimal, if if existing at all, whereas security clearances for FBI agents are probably way the fuck up there. So if there's any sort of national security issue going on, for sure FBI is capable of dealing with it, and they would cut the sheriffs out completely.
0: So you could you could swap any like major space discovery for binary pair sun in this scenario. I would say probably yeah. But then we're also back to why wouldn't hundreds of other observatories be seeing the same thing? Why is this something that would only be visible from New Mexico?
2: The unique vantage point? Or, rele- or only relevant to the six uh, additional or total that got shut down?
0: Are, are, are they like observing in a spectrum that other observatories aren't or something? You know, like that. That's, I guess, just information that we won't have. But yeah.
2: But that's a good question.
0: Are they taking? Is there data that's only being taken at certain types of observatories, and those were the ones that were shut down? Or, I,
2: I mean, I think that's a really good question. If they were, if they were reading at a certain level,
1: the only thing is, like, I just don't trust the organizational uh, skills system, whatever. I don't believe that there's like some list somewhere that's like, hey, FBI we know of six observatories that uniquely collect this very type of data. And so now you have to, you know what I mean? Like, like I highly doubt that they track that shit. Well, and
0: then, and then, but if
2: there were something that, sorry, but if there were something that happened though, related to that specific reader and it set off a red flag somewhere, they, I think would be uniquely capable of figuring that list out pretty fucking quickly is even if they don't track it, they would be like, Set, set sixteen like, wait, research who can analysts. Access
1: this? Yeah,
2: right. Set sixteen research analysts in the New York office on this, and we'll have a list for you in forty five minutes. Yeah,
0: all right. Um, to to pull this full circle for a second, perhaps the binary pair to our sun is a black hole Sick. rather than a star. Sick, we're going in. And Water there are slide, only y'all. certain observatories that, slide. Are, <laughs> that are able to <laughs> observe signatures of a black hole mm. versus like visible light spectrum stuff.
2: Yeah, had a real good day looking at the sun. Real bad night. Uh real bad <laughs> night. We found a black hole, guys. It's really close. Wait, we're <laughs> fucked.
0: Are you implying that black holes are only visible at night?
2: No, I'm just saying when the sun went away and they stopped looking <laughs> at it, they they saw something that they weren't normally trying to look at.
0: So like Steve, the overnight guy, whenever the sun is gone just just points the the telescope at random places and looks yeah. for black holes.
2: Dude, you that dude that dude is Ripping down bowls and like <laughs> eating Reese's puffs in a bowl, sitting in like a, what I'm sure is a super leisurely chair, you know, like one of those sort of like 45 degree ones where you're kind of right, right, like right. kind of looking up the gaming chairs. Yeah. And he's just like munching and like squinting one eye. And all of a sudden he's like,
0: oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and he called the supervisor and they're like, yeah, Steve. Great! You should you should you should call the FBI and tell them about the black hole you found. Steve thro-
2: <laughs> Steve threw a mouthful of Reese's pieces
0: cereal. Just goes.
1: Someone
4: call someone.
1: <laughs> Steve and Dave are my favorite guys.
2: <laughs> it's pretty much what we use for literally every anyone who isn't like us on the show. It's Steve or Dave.
0: Uh, we have three more. All right, let's fucking do it. And we're about at
2: time, so I'll rip through them. No, it's fine. Hey guys, we're almost to our hundredth episode. We're going to give you a little is, is today 99. Today's 99.
0: <clears throat> oh shit. Oh 99 shit. 99 episodes. 99
2: episodes in a of the What If podcast on the on your feed.
0: 99. Observ- right, we mentioned sorry. this earlier, but the observatory I was yeah, I'm just cutting you off. Uh That's is fair. the observatory rotates on a bearing suspended in 120 gallons of liquid mercury. It's too many. So potentially there was a leak of liquid mercury excuse me and or someone was attempting to procure some liquid mercury or for nefarious mean or for that, nefarious purposes
1: that makes more sense because i don't i think a casual leak would probably be treated more along the lines of like natural disaster type of things like, where you yeah. would you would and send then you would have like,
0: to seal off that area oh yeah, big time. yeah
1: but would you use the fbi to do it
0: no Unless and also a couple, days, couple days later, dude was able to walk right up to the observatory and touch it. And there was not, nothing. That is, so that doesn't make sense. Right. It
1: makes more sense that kind of, this is almost like a combination of theories. Like you've got the disgruntled employee type of scenario and he is like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I hope you die. Mercury poisoning. Yeah. Now we're talking FBI. And I'm right, taking a right, five right.
0: gallon Home Depot bucket of it with me. Yeah. Or,
1: cause I also want to die. Or,
2: or he could be the dude who's like, I know exactly what the thinnest location of this vessel is, and we got a credible a credible tip from someone who said, You know this dude's buying fucking concrete drilling bits and yeah. like whatever he showed
1: up with a list of like ingredients and it was everything to make napalm, <laughs> which is just styrofoam and gasoline, but still the two item list, but he had both of them on there. <laughs> It's a short list, <laughs>
2: but a list nonetheless. But like, uh, but like, yeah. I mean, I can see that being like a, a a version of it. Like to your point, disgruntled employee, someone who has access to the facility, creating some sort of like borderline terroristic like event. Yeah, terroristic is that a word?
4: Eh, yes, we knew it what is. you
2: meant. Tight, it's a word. <laughs> Shout out to my English major. I guess that's in why in we knew
1: what you meant because it is a word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Questioning my my personal idiocy is a is a weekly. Isn't then. it funny how idiocy and literacy rhyme? Damn! Beop, beop, beop.
0: <laughs> you must write songs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> about, about to get back to this trap screamo record one time.
2: Um, airhorn, airhorn. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I, everything- I can see that being um, man. We gotta wait. We used to do Brandon's airhorn yell. Oh yeah, we gotta get back to that. You're right. Uh, for those of you all who are joining us newly on the show. The homie Brandon used to scream, or screamed air horn into a microphone one time, and we used to use that as our air horn sound. It was him going... It's true. Air
0: horn,
2: air horn. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I, I can just I can see there being a threat against that place because of that volume of mercury, because that would be a dangerous, disastrous, like, kind of fucked up thing to fuck with.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like,
2: you couldn't really do, like... you're
1: not Yeah, because, gonna- like, how many places... I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of places, but how many places in the country just house five gallons of liquid mercury? They had 120. Oh, sorry. Well, I was still thinking about the, the guy bucket with the from bucket Home was Depot. taking five. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He was they only still would have had 115
0: five. left. Of course, yeah, That's
1: true. Right. At least he was going to leave him with something. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no. That, but that alone makes it a sensitive thing, right? Yeah, that can't yeah. be that common. I wouldn't. Because, like, if you're an angry weirdo and you're like, oh, where could I spill 120 gallons of mercury? And you. yeah yeah, well there's only a couple places right 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 this observatory or if you didn't want to
2: procure it for some reason and you were emailing with a buddy about how to procure some fucking liquid mercury
0: or if you you showed up to work one day with the back of your truck lined with a tarp and a shop (laughs) and a shop vac (laughs) tarp tarp tarp
2: and a shop vac
0: all right last one all right and it's by far the craziest Well, let's fucking go, bud. Remember about a year ago when we were talking about the... uh, No. (laughs) The long cylindrical shaped asteroid that came from outside of our solar system?
2: Fuck yeah, I do. I love that That asteroid. That people were trying
0: to figure out if it was an extraterrestrial probe because it was the first observed object to come from outside of our solar system. They were bouncing waves off it trying to see what
2: it would say back.
0: You probably didn't hear about this. I didn't. Okay, so for the first time, I think ever, an object... Was observed entering our solar system from outside of our solar system. So usually, any asteroids or things that we encounter are orbiting our sun. Yes, this was something that was somehow crossing the path of our solar system, but had come from outside of it. And so that was unique. And it never
1: got sucked into an orbit. Right. That's it was. The- just, it
0: was moving fast enough to just pass through crazy. And And that was one of the biggest parts of it was that it was not
2: going to burn up. It was going to come through and exit at the same.
0: And also
1: for it to be moving at that type of velocity, it's a projectile at that point. Yes. It's not like something falling, it's shooting. Right. Right. And us to be able to find it and track it was like a big part of why that was
0: Okay. The second part of why it was unusual is that it was a, a very like thin, elongated shape. It was like I don't remember the dimensions, but it was like pencil shaped like, basically
2: if like my a memory missile. if my memory serves it was something like seven meters wide and no
0: it was way bigger than that
2: i no i the think memory doesn't serve i think the <laughs> i think it was seven meters wide and like 150 meters long or something like that
0: whatever it was anything moving through space at high speeds for millions of years gets rounded off
2: And this had hard edges. It it was like 10 times or like 20 times as long as it was wide.
0: You think of like any asteroid or even any rock you see, it's very rare that you would see something long and thin and really old because the edges are going to get knocked off. It's going to collide with something else. It's going to attract other things over millions of years. Look at our planets. Mm -hmm. So there was a hypothesis that this might actually be a probe or a an artificial object of some kind because it was from outside of our solar system and it was this really unusual shape. The follow-up to this is that maybe it was part of a probe, and if you were approaching a destination, this is where we get into the straight-up alien speculation.
2: Here for it. Let's go. I know you are too, motherfucker.
0: If, if you're traveling long distances. Yes. At the beginning of your journey, you're going to start out kind of slow. Okay. Right? Because you have to reach your top speed. Yes. In the middle of your journey, you're going to be at your top speed. Yes. And then as you're approaching your destination, you have to slow down again. Right? Okay. Otherwise, you're just going to go flying past it. Sure. Some people on the internet were hypothesizing that the thing that passed through last year was part of a probe. And that as it was approaching our solar system, separated from a second part so that that second part could slow down as the main part passed through. Mm. So it was essentially delivering like a capsule or something smaller to our solar system.
2: Like we do when we send anything into space, which is attach it to a big-ass rocket, break the big-ass rocket off once the capsule gets up there and it needs to be more nimble than that.
0: Correct. Except this thing came from like... Millions of times farther away. Sick. Mm. Into it. Let's do it. And the observatory in New Mexico observed the second component of this artificial probe that passed through last year. And confirmed that aliens are visiting us. Wait. Get the fuck out. What? I mean, obviously this is bullshit, but we're at 10 out of 10 on the bullshit scale. But,
2: okay, so... I like this cuz it's fun, but the reason that I don't like this is because this goes back to my like original question about there are there are observatories all over the world who are who are pointed up at all times why but, six
0: Well, if something is actually moving through the sky and relatively quickly You would not be able to, it would be total, total coincidence to observe it, right? It wouldn't be something you'd be looking for or expecting or able to fix on. I suppose. You wouldn't be able to predict where it was going to be in the sky at any given time because you didn't know it existed. And these observatories were all over the world and it was only six. If there were something observed, it would either be like all of them, you would think, or one that was looking at a specific region. Right. Six seems within the range of like, this could maybe just happen by chance. Right. Hmm. Also, I don't think I buy this at all.
2: No, I mean it's fun.
0: It's but a it fun did, version. It of did this. lead me to thinking of, about like what would happen if there was actual confirmation, or like we're ninety nine percent sure this is confirmation of something extraterrestrial at a legitimate site, like this was documented at an observatory. Run by people who know what they're doing. They have all the data to back it up. They can prove that this is what we just saw. What happens in that scenario? I and to your point,
2: and like to your question point just from earlier about like are they foot soldiers for federal organizations? Like I kind of feel like this is exactly what they would do. They would just go get in, everybody out of there. They would shut it down. They would evacuate the employees. Yeah, they would take all the data and the recordings and the information. They would delete any record of it ever being there over the course of 10 to 15 days with data analysts and data scientists and computer scientists and all that shit. They would take it to the CIA and the FBI and NASA and all that shit, centralize it in one location and be like, back to work, dickheads. We got our, we got what we need.
0: You know, like, and we'll for, figure I mean, out what, if anything, we want to do with it. I the mean, only- this
1: theory is too micro for me because I, and for a second I caught myself, I was stuck in the weeds. I was thinking more about... The second projectile and what was inside the original (laughs) capsule and all this other shit. And then then I I was like, I was like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. You got to get back up to the macro. Like, put yourself back in the bigger picture. This doesn't have to be that in particular. It could just be like any alien related or terrestrial. Yeah. And so in that case, in that case, yeah. I mean, I'm with Ryan where it's like, yeah, they probably would just be like, yo. This um, is ours now. Yeah, someone, someone much smarter and more sophisticated than assholes who wear sunglasses and suits and have <laughs> and have phone cords in their ears or whatever. Um, you know, they would just go, "Hey, dickhead in the suit and the glasses, go get this information. Right? Sec- you know, secure, a report back, and don't ask any questions." Right.
2: My only, I'm, I'm devil's advocating my earlier take. Like, I think that is what could or would happen if yeah. that was what was observed. Mm-hmm. But my devil's advocate side of me also says there's no way that in all of those observatories that someone who works there who hasn't been hoping and planning and scheming and wishing their entire lives to witness something exactly that like this got out of that situation without being like. Holy shit, guys, you're never going to believe what we saw. Like, they they didn't Steve get...
1: Steve and Dave. Steve and Dave. <laughs> they both worked there. Steve and Dave both worked there, and no, they saw it. they're too dumb, shit? though. They
0: just called each other. Yeah, that's true.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> well, now they're both dead <laughs>
0: because
1: of the
2: FBI. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, for for the whole... That would leak somehow. Okay. For the helicopters and the FBI I mean, swooping and agree. the shutdowns to come in, the motherfuckers who work there and are sitting in the fucking chair every day looking at the, at the fucking sky... Are going to be the first ones to go, uh, guys,
0: this is pretty
1: weird. But do you think that in that scenario that the FBI would need to be dispatched, do you think that they would show up and go, by the way, we were never here and we know where you live?
2: Yeah. Would you like to disappear and your family disappear? I mean, that's real, but I also feel like, I don't know. I just feel like with all of those, with six observatories, I think the one in New Mexico, they said they had like 20 regular employees.
0: I think it was even less than that, but...
2: Okay. But, like, you know, so all told, we're talking about, you know, a hundred people, not one person has anonymously gone, uh, here's why this is happening, because we saw some wild shit, and they came and got it Yeah, but it would
0: end up on, like, one of the blogspot entries that we make fun of on our podcast. Nobody's taking that shit seriously if they go to any press with it. But no one
2: has any documentation? No one has... I don't, I don't know. Have don't you checked
0: know. the? Have you checked all the paranormal blogs in the last two weeks? There's, yeah, all, go, there's a lot of all wild all shit of, on there. All, <laughs> all of them. Ryan, yeah.
1: were you? Did you look at? I was at sunspot.angelfire.com slash This is a conspiracy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> slash. This is a conspiracy. Angel Fire. Wow. <laughs> My head just blew
1: up. Because I mean, check it out. Cause, cause don't I forget mean. the <laughs> don't forget the HTTP.
2: It's definitely not HTTPS. There's no security there. It's um, HTTP.
0: <laughs> I think that wraps up my speculation points. The last thing to add is that the observatory opened in 1947 in New Mexico. Tight. And what else happened
1: in 1947?
0: Roswell. Roswell, baby. (sighs) All right. Before we go, what is it? Oh, what's your best? I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this. I at know,
2: all. I know, but I like that. What's
1: like? What is your? If I have to say, this is what happened. What is it? If I have to say, I'm gonna go with the combination theory of disgruntled employee okay. slash plot to steal liquid mercury. Okay, all right. Or poison people with liquid mercury, or some combination of doing nefarious things as a former disgruntled employee.
2: Okay. But how does it? Sorry, but how does that account for the closures of the other ones, though?
0: Coincidence, because there are hundreds of observatories, and sometimes cameras go offline and places close. Sometimes yes.
1: shit All happens. Right. That's real. That's real. The, the reason f- I they
0: had six employees and a, the flu broke out. Yeah, I don't All
1: know. Right. I mean, the reason All I'm right. going with that yeah, particularly, it's yeah, yeah. per- so not to particularly, but just that particular idea is yeah. because is because it's the it's the most like kind of average and non interesting thing that yes. could potentially warrant interest from a federal organization like the FBI. That's real. I fuck with that. Spencer?
0: Uh, somebody tried to mail something or somebody successfully mailed something harmful to the observatory through the local post office.
2: That's your best take? Or yeah. Your, yeah, that's what you think it is? Okay. Alright.
0: Well, you have to answer. I know. Can't I know. Just ask us and um, then act like the episode's over. Alright, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um... I'm picking it because I, I don't I don't know that it's most likely, but I think it's most fun that and, and I'm not going to commit to it being anything like world ending or apocalyptic or alien in nature. I think an anomaly was observed that was worthy of uh further inquiry further inquiry that required uh procurement of data through more immediate means. I'll say that
0: all right. I think you're wrong, but I I respect your opinion. He's I right
1: think, though, it's more fun. I, I think if it's we're more fun. If you're doing that, though,
0: let's just say it's aliens or like we're orbiting a black Dude, hole. of course it's aliens. It's always aliens.
1: I mean, if some it's definitely
0: aliens. It's definitely if, aliens. Somebody gonna, if somebody
1: was going to if somebody was going to put our theories together, we've got some asshole that tried to mail extra gallons of liquid mercury <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> You know what I
0: mean? Like and also uh, he knows about the aliens.
1: It's real. <laughs> yeah. It's real. Ryan's is more fun. Let's give him that. We out of here! Uh, we love
2: y'all. We mean it. We appreciate you. Uh, 99. Man, this is crazy. 99. Uh, the 100th episode party is at Ice House in Minneapolis tomorrow night if you're in town. Come through. Uh, there's still tickets available. Poitras, thanks for being on the show, man. Any, anything you want to shout out before you bounce? Any links? Any Any? anything? No, I got nothing to plug. I just want to say I love you guys. Thanks right. for including
4: me. For sure, love too, man. Bud. Love
2: you too, man. Mad love. Uh, 612-246-4614. If you want to leave us a voicemail, hi at com for an email. We love you. We will see you next week.
4: Holy shit! Hey!